Not that bad podcast. I'm Fern here with Dom. Hello, everybody. So, remember how we um, broke the news? I guess you would say. Oh, about we broke it. What's his name uh, directing the the Suicide Squad? Um, oh, James Gunn. James Gunn. Well, of course, like when news like that happens, everyone starts talking about it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> And one of our favorite podcasts brought it up. I forgot some. I forgot who said it, but someone said that, oh, this is going to be great because then they could go that direction in which they wanted to in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Make it darker, make it grittier, and mm-hmm. all this stuff, whatever, right? And, and I forgot exactly what they said, but after they got done talking, I was like, then why did they have to do Suicide Squad? Why couldn't they do... What, what was the one again? The... Um, secret oh, six um, or something. Yeah, secret six. Yes, because that is that is, that a is kind movie. of like would you imagine a Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. film? Because they're yeah. trying to be good. Yeah, but they're, they're all they're bad. Villain. Yeah, <laughs> but they know that they're bad. They could have had Catman in there too. Yeah, and I know he. Sa- it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but he's actually. Yeah. But he's actually really dumb. He and he's like. Yeah. I think that's how he started out. Then he went crazy, and he's like, "I'm gonna Freddy Krueger my hands." Yeah, <clears throat> no, but right, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's like no one's really brought this up, but as I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Okay," part of me doesn't like this because no, I know that he could be directing Guardians Three, and everything mm. would have been fine, and you know we wouldn't have this. Big mess of like, who's gonna direct it? Is it gonna be the same? Are they gonna? They say they're gonna use the same script, but if no one wants to direct it, are they gonna allow someone to write a new script or at least revise that script? Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. there's so many variables now where it's like, what's gonna happen? And especially because it's not like we said last week, it's not like he's moving on to do like high drama movies or like real gore horror movies, right? He literally fell from, quote unquote, fell from his position uh-huh. to just get back to. Mm. You know, he may not be in the, the he may not be on the the, the same um, stool, but he's on the same height, just you know, on the stool next to <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, what the hell happened? And so part of me dislikes it for that reason, but the biggest part of me dislikes it because it's like, we hate Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> but. How are you going to go and soft reboot or maybe even hard reboot? Because I'm not even sure they're using any they're of the They're not using people. any of the same characters, yeah, I'm which, sure. Yeah, which, I mean, sure, that's fine. Like, everyone talks about, like, oh, well, it's just like the Avengers. You can have a different, all different people, right? But it's like, yeah, I'm not saying that, oh, I have to see Harley Quinn in it. Oh, I have to see someone else who was in the movie. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Diablo, right? Will Smith? Sure. But he's a genie, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's not my problem with it. My problem is, is you had a movie that made you money, right? And let's just say that you understand it's not that great. Okay? Fine. Mm-hmm. What you do is you take those criticisms 
And then you say, how can we fix this at least to an extent? Yeah. And then just make the movie again. Because guess what? You're probably going to still make a lot of fucking money. That's true. And it'd be better because something like that, let's say they just made these two movies. Only these two movies. Still, though, you get to have Will Smith. You get to have, um, what's her name? Margot Robbie? Yeah, you get you get to keep her. And then the characters that people always said, like, oh, it was mostly their movie and they kind of got thrown in there. Mm. Cool. Well, then that just adds more to their story. So when someone watches the first one, they could be like, oh, well, at least, the you know, it's not just this one box. It's these two now. So there's there's more. And sure, it could be another shit movie, but you'll probably still make just as much, if not more. And you could have something like like that where where you have this director that you kind of wanted to have in the first place, I guess. But you can have him do something completely different that adds more to this jumbled up universe that you're doing, right? Because you don't have to have... Now you don't have to have him trying to connect any movie to any character or anything, right? So you could give him something that's a bit more obscure and... He can really develop those characters just like Guardians. You know, Guardians was something that, yeah, had been here here and there before. But, I mean, who the fuck heard about the Guardian? You know what I mean? It's like, so you could have done something easily like that. And it could have been a lot cooler seeing some of those those, those, um, villains. Mm. Because it's like a bunch of like B villains that they brought. But they're trying to do good. And then like Bane. But see, and, and that's the whole thing is... Maybe it is kind of on the nose because Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like they're not necessarily the great guys, but they're just like, oh, yeah, we're trying to do good. Just like that. It's like, hey, yeah, we know we're kind of bad, but we're trying to do good. I don't know. I just felt like if you're going to if you're going to try to say, like, how can we remake Guardians of the Galaxy? That's the easiest thing to do. Right. What if he now what if James Gunn, Joss Whedon's it? And it's like, he's given something, right? And it's like, it should be a shoe-in. Like, you made the Avengers. Like, it did good. You you should be able to make a good movie, at least, somewhat. And then he just royally screws it up. Like, do you think it's, it's a testament to the directors? Or is it that they're working with, like, <laughs> like shit? <laughs> not, not, not saying, like, the, all these, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, is it because they're making bad behind the scenes choices like produce producer wise not like i'm not taking like Har- saying any- hiring harvey weinstein yeah i'm not saying anything bad about like the dc characters i'm just saying like you know warner brothers in general like you think it's like that stuff or is it like on the directors well it's hard to say because when you think about the mcu <coughs> you might think about directors right you might but who's the main head that you think of? It's Kevin Feige. Exactly. And, I mean, he's not the head of Disney or anything, right? Yes, he's the head of, of, like, this Marvel thing. But, nonetheless, it feels like he has a lot to say and does a lot alongside these directors. So, you have a Kevin Feige bringing in a Taika Waititi and you get a Thor Ragnarok. Something mm-hmm. that... I would say mm, probably 80% of the Marvel fans didn't want. Yeah. For some reason, oh, Thor is always the shittiest character. It's like, yeah. fuck you. But they made this movie where people are like, I fucking love this. And yeah, some people said like, oh, it's too 
It tries to be two guardians, but like, we, but they exist in the same universe. Yeah, that's what we talked about. We've but talked he did he did really well. He made it seem like why wouldn't it be like the guardians? Yeah. Because they're in space and we're in space and it's the same space. So that's how this space is. Like, and you guys talked it like that was a complaint is that it felt too dissimilar. He made it feel similar. Yeah, and he could have easily done the um, the Man of Steel to the Justice League, where it's like, how are these the same at all? Exactly. But he didn't. Then again, it's like, who do you give the most credit for? Because we know Taika Waititi is very smart. And he's very intelligent. He knows how to bring a movie together. Mm-hmm. And even though this was a completely new type of movie he was doing, he still pulled it off. But was a lot of that help from Kevin Feige and the higher-ups? And if so, then does that mean the same for DC? Because we know DC, they talk about very outwardly that they try to give a lot to the directors. Or, oh, you go and do this. You go and do that. But for some reason, things never seem to work out that way. And it always seems like because we hear that, oh, they wanted a tie... They wanted to tie this in. I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to get to it, but uh, like Shazam, we were content with just having a Shazam movie. Now, apparently, they still want to tie in Superman and Black Adam. Why? I don't know. Because like that, like that's what that's one of the things that made Aquaman at least like pretty entertaining. Is like we didn't have to worry about the Justice League. They like kind of talked about it for a little bit. And towards the beginning, and, and that was it. But it was fine because it's not. It's not like it didn't need to. Like it didn't need to be there, but it also did need to be. You know what I mean? It's like it walks that fine. Aquaman walked that fine line of like, hey, we're gonna reference it, but it's not important. And that's what Shazam should have done. It should have been more of like a, yeah, we'll reference it, but like it's not important that you need to see the other ones. You want for the best for DC, but like when they just keep like. Like shitting all over it. It's like, oh my god. We always say this, and we're gonna keep saying it. It's not the first time. It's not the last time we're gonna talk about DC. Like this is the fucking news. Aquaman two finds a writer. Jason Momoa and Amber Heard reportedly confirmed for horror spinoff The Trench. So I guess they were looking for a writer for Aquaman 2 because obviously it's made a bunch of money. So now they're like, we knew what we were doing the whole time. Of course, We had full trust in James Wan. But we now, literally kept talking about it for like a year and a half. Yeah, hour. seriously. But now since it's made a bunch of money and everyone loves it, um, you know, they, have to get a, they obviously have to get another writer because I don't know why you wouldn't just let... Well, didn't James Wan write, write the first one? Whatever. Anyways, so James Wan is going to stay on as producer. Not director? No, not. As of yet, they haven't said he's going to be directing it or not. But I'm I'm pretty sure if he did pretty good with the this first one, they'd probably just be like, you want to come back for the second one? It's like. Um, but they are, yeah. I guess, I guess it's getting, I guess Aquaman is so popular that they have to make a spinoff called The Trench. Because remember, they go into The Trench and it's like scary. And apparently, like, or initially they didn't say whether or not, like, they said, like, it's not going to connect with, like, or won't feature any of the cast. It'll connect, but it won't feature any of the cast from Aquaman. Um, But now they're saying that 
yeah, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard are going to be in this movie. I, as like I guess a cameo, I don't know. Probably, probably briefly, because I don't even understand what, where you would make a movie about this. Is it about like other Atlanteans going to the, the trench? The trench, like the idea of the trench, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me because they sold it as they're just primitive. They're they they reverted back to these mm-hmm. monstrous, hor- you know, horrific things. So what do they do down there? Like it'd be different if it was like those fish people, because like. They mostly rave. Because it was kind of like, oh, okay. Because they kind of give, that's kind of like the ancient alien theory. Yeah. It's like, oh, these secret fish people that want to help humanity mm. when it comes time. It's like, see, that's interesting. Why haven't they reached to out me. to us yet? I don't know, because they're jackasses. But, <laughs> but the trench one, it's like, yeah, I guess it's cool. And, and it sucks because then you think about it again, it's like, but like the inner earth thing, that even seems more interesting. Is that what yeah. they're focusing on? Because I, I, I know that, you know, the whole like they have to go through the trench to get to that like portal thingy. Yeah. So maybe that because if it is and yeah, that would be interesting. But I would mostly just want to see the inner earth thing. I don't care I know, about the right? trench. It's like, yeah, they were cool, I guess. Yeah. But Remember how scared you were? No. Yeah. So we're going to do that. But like times two. It's just. <sighs> Why? I, I, <laughs> Why not? Come on. Part of me doesn't want to be cynical about yeah, it. I know. <laughs> but we know DC's track of just like always missing the fucking point. Although it might, like, if they do it right, it could turn out like the Joker's turning out so far, the Joker movie, where you're kind of like, okay, this isn't what I thought it was, but in a good way. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to get at. It's like, there's that possibility that this could be something where it's like, oh, that's actually really cool. But I guess the idea of going back in the ocean, it's like, there, to me, there's a lot There's a lot more that they could do. Like, mm-hmm. I would be, I'd actually be really stoked to see, like, uh, like a, a almost like a prequel, right? Where all the way before Atlantis fell. That'd be pretty cool. Because that. That invokes that whole, like, ancient alien theory shit, and it's, like, all these old civilizations. You know what I mean? It's To me, that's super cool. But if you're going to stay in the ocean, like I said, the, the fish people would be cool. Isn't there, like, one that people just disappeared? Is that the one that I think is in that portal? Or I know one, I think one race just disappeared. They don't oh, know Oh, that's happened. right. Yes, yeah. I think that's the one that's in the portal. I think so. <sighs> I don't remember. We but, saw it how many months ago? Like two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I feel like there's, I just feel like there's a lot more rich environments with other things. So, I mean, it could be. I just feel like the way they, they set it up was like, that was such the throwaway. Mm-hmm. Because even the um, crap people. Crap, people. Even that, they were like this huge army, right, attacking, and that was like a big, a big deal. So when they kind of laid all this stuff out in the movie, the trench or the trenches or whatever these, the weird monster thingies, trenches. They made them seem like it was just like um, an easy way from go to A to B. You know, it was just it was a throwaway thing where it's like, oh yeah, they're these people, but they're nothing because they're not smart. Like they they're just you know mindless 
animals that, you know, they like to attack and whatever. And then they go on whatever. So it's like, out of all these things that you built in this movie, that's the one you're focusing on. The one that you made it seem like it, they were nothing. But now you're making a whole movie out of it. Mm-hmm. At least with the Joker, it's like, it's the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you could go a million different ways. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to see Jared Leto's Joker movie. But oh, no. when you're giving me... Um, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, it's like, oh, that, okay, that might be interesting. But you're giving me this movie about the trenches, and it's like, what's in the trenches? Because you made it seem like there was nothing in the trenches. <coughs> that was my only thought coming out of the movie. I was like, what's what's going on more with the trenches? <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, I know it's a joke, but like I said, I when we got out of the movie, I was like, I love the idea of yeah. the fish people and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. Just it feels like they had, they have a lot more they could pick from. It's kind of confusing why I don't know they're going there. Who but knows? Like we said, fucking DC. God damn it! Just leave us alone. Of course, there's always DC news. ABC executives confirm that there will be no host for this year's Oscar telecast. So there's going to be no host because remember when we talked about, I think we talked about, right, about Kevin Hart, all the controversy, and then Ellen DeGeneres was like, you should go on hating like gays, even though I'm gay, and you do you, honey boo boo. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And like, then everybody was like, no, and this and that. And then I'm like, oh, maybe we can get the Avengers on. Oh, they could be the hosts. And then it's like, no, no, and then I guess they're just going to be presenting awards and, like, it'll just be one person. That's which, which it kind of should be, right? Just, like, no no showmanship. I mean, do, I mean, if you want showmanship, you should have brought Seth MacFarlane back, which is what we say every year. Just bring back Seth MacFarlane. He was hilarious. He put on the star-studded show you wanted. He was hilarious. And everybody hated it. That's true. And it's like, okay, well then just get rid of all, get rid of it. All you got to do is just stand there and be like, okay, th- this one. Oh, oh yeah. At one a, oh yeah. Look at see. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Um, me and award shows are like not, not tight son. So mm. it's kind of hard for me to carry, but at the same point, if they wanted to have it like that, right. Where yeah. it's just. Oh, it's just people like presenters. Because really, thing about it without being a host, it's not that hard. Because if you watch any of these ones, they give these presenters these these um, the transitions of like they'll come back from commercial and then like oh from this movie blah 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 and then these people come Boosh, out and, and then they're like right? oh hey you know we're presenting this thing now so it's like yeah you don't need a host and that is fine but. I get. I don't know if you want to say, on top of it or inside of it or, you know, as an extra. Uh huh. They're doing the whole. They're getting away, or they're not presenting some awards like we've talked about. Oh geez. But one of the main two, or I mean, not to shit on the other ones, but one of the main two that I think really matters is the editing. Uh huh. And the cinematography. Exactly, and it's like, like are you serious? Like. 
do you know how important like cinematography and editing are? Like they, like yeah, like you said, like not to like crap all over like those other awards, but it's like those are kind of important awards, like to to understand like film. When we first got into video production, one of the first things our teacher did. One of the things, remember, he gave us this just this non-descriptive script, and it was kind of gibberish. <laughs> it didn't make sense, but you you directed it, you cut it, and you made it either funny or drama or you know thriller, uh, com- yeah, whatever. And it's like because c- cinematography and editing change. A movie. Like we just brought up Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. The reason why Suicide Squad felt like shit was because they had... Uh, tra- was it trailer? Yeah, um, trailer editors come in and edit the, the, the cut of the film. Yeah, and it's like you get people whose job is to make the most exciting 30-second to three-minute trailers... And then you're like, yeah, well, now make a whole film. And they're like, uh, okay. And so that's why we got fucking 26 songs and one, you know, one two-hour film. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. It just... <laughs> but it, it, it just goes to show you, like, uh, editing changes the way... And, like, you, we, we've sit th- sat there and edited before. Taking a look at one draft of editing versus another draft of editing, and you you can just see a difference of like how how it makes a scene just like different. Like it just one little tweak can be like, oh yeah, see that flows way better, or man that that makes it look like more dramatic, or that oh that really like made it more of like a like ooh. But even like just cinematography, like how many times do we sit here and like talk about just like the cinematography or something like just when you get one shot of something that just perfectly is like the balance of like, oh, perfect shot where it's either the lighting is perfect or the colors are perfect or just the where people are situated, like the depth of feel like it's like, oh God, I could say you're wax poetic about cinematography. I know. Get rid of your boner, Dom. <laughs> it just it's one of those things where it's like but this is like the backbone of a film. Yeah. Like you don't have a film without editing nope. and without cinematography. Yeah. And you can say like, oh yeah, well it's all in, in the eye of the director. But if you have a director who doesn't have a great cinematographer or doesn't know, you know, how to how to how to produce a scene, then you just have someone saying like, "Okay, now give this to me," and you could just have a camera set here, and it's like, "This looks like shit." Sure, maybe the actor, maybe maybe the director, and the script and the actor are all great, but but the camera work completely changes the way a, a scene is. How many directors are out there? A billion directors, like right? Now, how many of them have worked with Roger Deakins, like, right? 20. Now, of all those, like, how many can you actually, like, pick out of your head that are like, well, the director actually gets the credit for this when it comes to, like, a Roger Deakins, right? It's like, no. Because, yeah, I could say, you could sit here and say that Blade Runner 2049 was directed really well by Denis Villeneuve, right? But, come on. The cinematography for that is, like, perfect. 
and he deserved like that Academy Award that he like spent years not getting an Academy <laughs> Award for. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's where it's like, see, at that point, it's like you got to give him credit because he he come like even Sicario, like Man. yeah, like Denny Villeneuve is good, but like it would the movie wouldn't have been nothing without Roger Deakins. He's like the like the perfect cinematographer. Besides Alfonso Cuaron, yeah, it. I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where it's like, it's it's hard to really look at that and say like, well, of course that deserves to be, to be presented. You know, like, well, they're gonna have to cut something. So what it's gonna be? And it's like, I get that. I totally get that. But I don't know. I just I feel like, at least. For us, being someone who has done it very independent, very DIY, one of the main things that you worry about is cinematography. Mm-hmm. And then you worry about editing. Yeah, those are like the two big things because those make or break your film. I, I don't know. It's just when I when I saw it, it was like, that seems very weird that yeah, that's happening. that's very strange. Especially because, yeah, we talked about last year how that was such a big deal. Was it was last year? No. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it's such a big deal when he, when he won because it was like you're saying like finally, finally, yeah. and it was like, well, duh. Did you did anyone see you know Blade Runner? Because I'm pretty sure they did it, but it was fucking amazing. Exactly, it's like that should have been nominated for best picture. Oh, Oof. it's just one of those things where it's like I don't know what the plan is for this award or for any awards really going forward because uh speaking of real quick the grammys just happened and that had controversy within yeah. itself too and it's like what do people still want these awards like what are they looking out or what do they want from these awards you I, know what i mean i think it's i think the only reason we have them nowadays is more history and to say like i want an award you know, the prestige. Yeah. But I feel like you if you just cut it down to, like, so these are the winners kind of thing, like, I feel like you could, people would, like, you don't need to get people, like, like jazz for it. You know what I mean? Like, these aren't for ordinary people, right? Yeah. I feel like with the way streaming is becoming an award, like, an award show can be something where it's, like, if you're into it, you're into it. And you could give a streaming site an award show where it's like streaming now the the Emmys, right? Ooh. And it can be an actual event where you don't have to worry about censorship. You don't have to worry about going over time. Mm. Like you could be like, I mean, yeah, That's I mean, true. still gonna be like, hey, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. talk for fucking fifteen minutes. But, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't have to worry about having to <laughs> censor yourself and having all these restraints. Like you can have this big party celebration on something like a Hulu. That's and true. It's fine because someone who wants to watch it will. Or even like it could be something where it's like, yeah, we may not watch it live, but it's like, well, well, you know, if you want to spend five hours, it's like, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll watch it. It's it's really it's these people who are the baby boomers who are still stuck in the well, I want it the way I had it when I was growing up. It's like, but things aren't the same as the way they were, I don't know what, 50 years ago? It's just, um, I don't know. It's it's interesting, I guess, seeing how these award shows are starting to come about 
when you have something as prestigious as the Emmys and something as iconic as the um, Grammys kind of have these. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say if they're like the lowest rating or whatever, but people are starting to tune out. People are starting to. I mean, uh, Childish Gambino won like four awards and he didn't even show up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just going to be interesting to, I guess, to see what happens after this year and what they do next year too. That's yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Howard the Duck and three other Marvel animated series are coming to Hulu. So do you hear about this? Do you hear about this? Um, so Howard the Duck is going to be coming to Hulu. Oh, that's, it's going to be produced by Kevin Smith and Dave Willis from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And then um, Patton Oswald and Jordan Blum from um, American Dad are going to be doing MODOK. Meanwhile, Hit, Hit Monkey by Blades of Glory co-directors Will Speck and Josh Gordon will be bringing um, Marvel's uh, Tigra and Dazzler, following uh, two superheroines in search of Hollywood stardom. And then it'll all come together with the Offenders. That's where they're going to all come together. And it's going to be overseen by Marvel television head Joseph Loeb. So it's like, so it's a stark contrast to the Defenders, but they're the Offenders, get it? (laughs) It's pretty funny. So it's gonna be on. It's gonna be on Hulu. Strange, huh? Not on Disney Plus. But did you also see that Hulu might revive like Daredevil? And so it's like I think we talked. We've talked about this multiple times before. But it's like did, did we? I'm, oh, did we? I feel like we've talked about multiple things multiple times before. But um, Disney has like will have like the controlling share of Hulu. This is like a no duh. Of course they're gonna move everything from Netflix to Hulu. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> I did also see a thing talking about, like, what's Disney's plan for uh, Fox? Uh-huh. And I was like, are they going to get rid of it? Are they going to, you know, whatever? And I didn't, I didn't really read too much into it. But I was thinking about, like, well, here's the thing. Is Disney prides themselves on kind of being this family-friendly product. But it doesn't mean that they can't produce something more outrageous more Mm, mature mature um because i mean obviously like when we talked about it before but like deadpool might not have a part three but if it did it's gonna be rated r yeah they already said that for sure if they did another one to be rated r and um they're i mean we always hear about like a black widow movie and that's being rated r and like you know what they what they could do with certain Certain properties and whatever, right? But, like, we've said, yeah, this kind of makes sense because they could do something like Howard the Duck and be a little bit more raunchy, right? And they could have these still very comic book characters, Mm. but it's more of like, kind of like what DC does with their animated films, where it's like, yes, you're getting those characters, but they're allowed to say, like, shit, and like talk about sex and like and like when like watch Nightwing and, and Starfire just like and so it's like it kind of makes sense that they would go that route, right? Um it is gonna be interesting to see what happens when Disney Plus comes out because it's like what well, what makes you decide 
well, this goes to Disney Plus and this goes to Hulu. Because something like uh, like these Marvel uh, TV shows that they're going to do, where it's like, you, yeah, you can take something like, um, is, I think Falcon's going to get one, right? Falcon and someone else, I think. And then Scarlet Witch and Vision and then like Loki and Lady Sif, right? I don't know. I don't know. Falcon? Too? I thought Falcon and someone was. But maybe that was just like, or they could. But let's just know. say, right? Someone like Falcon or whatever, like they could be like a like a buddy, like, ha, 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 rated <laughs> PG-13. <laughs> but something like Loki, you could go very dark with. Yeah. Very, very dark. Would they do that? Could they do that? If they did, would they keep like, oh, well, yeah, this Falcon one goes over here. But the Loki one, oh, we should put that on Hulu. You know, it... I don't know. It's um, it's cool. Like, it's cool that they're already you know starting to branch out with these ideas of like, well, <laughs> we have the streaming site now. We're gonna add another one, and we have these properties and this property. And we've talked about it a million times before, but it's like this really is just possibilities on possibilities mm-hmm. on possibilities, and this is one of them. Like, who, who would have thought? <laughs> Yeah, who would have thunk it? I would have said, like, hey, you know Howard the Duck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going to get, like, he's going to get his own show, and they're going to do this, mm-hmm. and this is going to do that. I'm sure it's animated, but it's like, nah, no one gives a shit anymore. Well, at least most people don't give a shit anymore. So, I, I don't know. It's it's cool. It'd be interesting yeah. to see. I, yeah, I really want to see it, because I want to know what they're going to do. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I feel indifferent about continuing with the... Um, the live action Netflix ones, like I do, I do like the idea of continuing because obviously, like Daredevil is awesome, and I kind of like what they did, but I don't know if it was just being burnt out on them or is you know maybe the the Netflix thing. Like I don't know what it was, but it's like now I'm here and you have these multiple seasons for these multiple characters, and it's like. Yeah, I'd be happy if they brought them back, but I'm also okay if they didn't. I, yeah. I I think it would be cool though if they did, if they like. I think I would be just as content if they did like a Defenders movie or like a, a Daredevil movie or something, right? Mm. And yeah, it sucks that we're probably never gonna get it in theaters. But imagine Hulu releasing a Daredevil movie. That That's would be true. just as cool. So mm, cool. Pretty cool. You know, I had always hoped that right before I died, my life would flash before my eyes and I would see wonderful things. But as I was hanging up there, I didn't really see much of anything. But I did see you. This is crazy. I thought you were dead. Am I dead? I don't think so. You're talking. Hi. You're special. You're special. You're like the multi-purpose tool guy. And that's why I need you to help me get home. You want to go home so you can have love. But you ran away because nobody loves you. Shut up. You can't just say everything that comes into your head. That's bad talking. Oh. Oh! Oh! It's moving! What's happening? 
Manny, I think your Wang is guiding us home. It's magic. People don't like other people's farts. Is that why you don't fart in front of me? I just like to do it alone. Or hold it in. That's what you're supposed to do. That's so sad. and we danced and it was beautiful. God, no. well, don't, don't be afraid. Swiss Army Man is a 2016 dark comedy written and directed by David Shiner and Daniel Kwan. One man's love and obsession takes him to a new low and possibly new high? Hank Thompson, played by Paul Dano, is ready to hang himself on a deserted beach. But when he really does it, he spots a body, played by Daniel Radcliffe on the shoreline. Lucky for him, the makeshift rope breaks and he runs to the body. While trying to get to it, the body starts to fart profusely, leading him to ride the waves on top, making his way all the way to another beach. While there, the body starts to spew out clean drinking water, which makes Hank want to keep it with him. And even more so, the body slowly starts to come to life. It takes some time, but the body starts to learn how to speak and is given the name Manny. With Manny giving Hank companionship and becoming a tool used to survive, such as giving drinking water, lighting fires, using him as a sort of makeshift gun. As time passes, Hank and Manny build an elaborate paradise, mimicking things from Hank's old life, a bus, a theater, a restaurant, and Hank showing Manny how life works while talking to girls, going on dates, and understanding emotions. But while all this happens, Hank becomes a woman named Sarah, which helps Manny to fall in love, thinking she's a woman from his past. Things might have gone too far as Hank starts to pull away, feeling uneasy with what's been happening. And Manny, not understanding what for, it leads to strain in the two's relationship. But that soon changes when Hank's attacked by a bear, leading to Manny moving himself and helping scare away the bear. Now unconscious, Hank is carried onto Sarah's house by Manny. Sarah's daughter comes to the duo when Manny starts to tell her about their happenings and showing his powers. She's freaked and runs away. Sarah calls the cops. When they come, they start to patch up Hank and put Manny on a stretcher. But once cops start to look through the phone Hank has had since the beginning of his trip, and start to see Hank as a stalker and not as a victim. But when the news starts to interview him, he speaks about Manny and his powers, and a fit of craziness grabs Manny's lifeless body and runs back to the forest. While all follow, they find the structures made by the two, not far from the backyard of Sarah. And almost in an act of kindness, they let Hank take Manny to the beach on which they came upon. And like magic, and with everyone in awe, Manny starts to fart his way back into the ocean, and Hank smiles from afar. Swiss Army Man. Uh-huh. What do you S- think? Swiss Army Man? More like Swiss Farting Man. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. Um, 
No, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It shot really well. I, you know, I thought he was going to come to life a lot sooner, but like the build up to it is pretty good. What I like too is like at the end where like you're thinking like, man, just give up. This was all in your head type of thing. It's like, I mean, even with the little kids, like hearing her talk, I could even play that off as like, well, she's a little kid. Of course she's going to pretend to talk to the dead body. But then when like he like starts coming back to while like farting back to life, it's like, oh, so all this stuff really happened to him. Apparently. It's like crazy. <clears throat> yeah, cool. it, it was very weird because you realize that you're kind of rooting for mm-hmm. a creepy stalker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they paint him in a very positive light. Yeah. But it nonetheless it is a very creepy. At first I thought like creepy because he says he saw her on the bus, and I was like, oh, that's a little creepy. But then he kind of try like tries to make it sound like he like knows her. So I was like, oh, okay. So like maybe he knew her, or maybe he forgot, like, because at, at some point he was trying to explain to Manny about it, and I was like, oh, so Manny represents him. And he's trying to explain it to himself because he can't remember because he was straight on the beach. But then as it got more and more, I'm like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> so no. what I thought was that basically what I, I thought was that him and her were in a relationship mm-hmm. and him doing all this stuff with Manny was showing like kind of the beginning of the relationship mm-hmm. and that maybe he's. He's in the predicament that he's in because of her breaking up with him. Yeah, see, because I kind of thought that a little bit too. And that that's why he tried to hang himself and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. he ran away to kill himself because of her and what have you. So that's what I kind of thought it was. And then they just drop it and it's like, no, he's just a, a creepy stalker guy. Yikes. And it's like, oh, that's a thing. I think this came out before Me Too, right? Yep, right before. And Time's Out? Right before. Oh. So the good old days. (laughs) But minus that, it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. And, I mean, that storyline, it really is decisive because you're thinking that you're going to get this kind of, she opens the door and she's like, Hank? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. But then, like, but then, like, in some of the photos, you see like like kids stuff, and I'm like, like kids toys and stuff. And I'm like, no, she has a kid. Because then when they got to the backyard, I was like, oh, this is weird. He's a creep. No, I, I know, but creep. I'm but I'm saying creep. like, even then, I was thinking like, for some reason, it was just I was thinking like, oh, maybe her having a kid was a big deal, or um. Maybe he never got that far to meet the kid, or you know what I mean. Like, there, I guess there could be endless possibilities of like what exactly it was. But it slaps no, in the face. He just, like, no. yeah, he's just a creepy stalker guy. He, he, who, you know, he saw her and couldn't was, he have just? He literally could have got away with it too. Like, he put the phone on Manny's body. He didn't like say because like even like with his dad too. Remember, like he talked about like his strained relationship with his dad and like. I thought like he was gonna like go to him or something, and but then he doesn't, and then it's like, 
oh, so he's going with that, and he's just thinking, like, he died, and he's just going to, he's going to kind of just, like, slink off back to the forest and live his life out there without Manny, but then it's like, no, then he goes crazy, and he just is like, ah, I want his body, but it was pretty good. It was, like I said, it shot really well. I went into it knowing that it was, like, this indie film. Oh, yeah, because remember, everyone was saying that, like, they were booing at it and stuff because, like, he's farting so much. Yeah. It's like, okay, come on. Oh, yeah, farts are funny. Yeah, no, it, it's like it's very funny. <laughs> like, no matter how weird and macabre it is, it's very funny. Yeah, and yeah, like <laughs> was, for a second, I thought, like, are they gonna fuck? Yeah, I know. I think they're gonna end up fucking. I know. That's what I thought too. I was like, he's gonna have sex with this corpse, isn't he? Yeah, and it was almost, almost there. Literally, almost like, like almost there. It was weird because when you say something like that, it's like, ha, 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 funny. But given the situation, it's like you could easily see it happening. Mm. I mean, he's lonely. He has this, you know, friend now. And, you know, he's dressing up like this woman. Mm. And, you know, they're starting to connect like that. So it's like you could easily draw like, oh, he's going crazy and he misses that kind of comfort. But like he... They didn't get that creepy. Because then it'd be like, oh, Swiss Army Man, what's that about? Saying, like, oh, this guy finds his body kind of like a tool, like a, you know, like a Swiss Army knife, but like he also fucks it. I don't know if I want to see the, the big brother from Little Miss Sunshine fuck Harry Potter. That's what everyone wants to see. Boy, oy, 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 oy. I've, I've literally been writing this fan fiction for the last 15 years. <laughs> Oh, God. But it is crazy to see, like, Daniel Radcliffe in this role. I mean, because it it just goes to show you, like, he's not just some child actor. And it it does, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like he did have his own merit. Yeah. Like, he is a pretty good actor. Um, Because this was that, this was one of those movies that I wanted to see with him in it. And also Horns, which I I guess. I didn't see that one, but is it good? I don't know. That's just saying. Oh. It, it it kept like I want to see it maybe on Hulu or Netflix, but one of them like it kept popping up, and I was like, I'll watch that. Oh, I'll watch that. Don't oh. I'll forget. To, like, I'll I'm, I'm I'll forget to watch that, and then I forgot to watch it. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but this is one of those movies where I did forget also to watch it, but it just happened to pop up, and so I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I I forgot about this movie. Um, no, but yeah, I I thought this was hilarious. Yeah, it was shot really well. It was very funny. They do they do both very well. Like it's it's weird to say, but Daniel Radcliffe does play a very good corpse and a sexy corpse and a sexy corpse. <laughs> Don't forget the sexy corpse. And like I said, it's 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 a story that you think that you could follow along with, and then it changes it. Just you know, one they, one little scene it kind of changes. They like, throw a few curveballs at you. Yeah. Because you're thinking it's one movie, but then... Because I thought it was just, like, one movie, and then I, it turns out to be a completely different movie. And I'm like, is this, this is this is not where I thought it was going to go. Especially at the end, where I was like, oh, so he really came to life. Yeah, and I, I legit thought it was gonna, he was going to get killed by that bear. I thought <laughs> so, too. they were going to become, like, corpse friends or something. Like, it's one of those movies where it's Me. so imaginative that you can easily say that, right? 
it was it was easy to to draw lines to certain conclusions because mm. how well it was done. Um, you can't do that with like King Speech. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know where you're getting with King Speech. It was a great film. I'm not saying it was the greatest film of the last century or that, you know, this is my favorite movie of all time, but this is a movie I definitely watch again. And it's a movie I it's a movie that I remember from a few years ago and when it came back up I was like, Of course I'm gonna fucking watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, so Yeah. Great film, great cast, small Ooh. cast. Small, yeah. You know, it's a it's a good movie. Like- yeah, it's a it's a good movie to show when it's like, see, you don't have to have a giant ensemble. This reminded me of um, when I was watching. I was like, kind of reminds me of a little bit um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, because it's not not in any of like the story wise. I Where just meant fucking like the corpses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when they're fucking the corpses? <laughs> no, I just meant like this is what you, this is like how you do like like two or three people in a film. Because really, all it is is Paul Dano, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, you have some extras, and then Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and then that's it. And a bear. <laughs> a bear. <laughs> Can't forget that bear. Oh, yeah, the bear. Yeah, I think it's a unanimous watch this movie as soon as possible. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's almost a weird feel-good movie mm-hmm. because not everything in the movie is positive. No. But somehow it's still – it's – yeah, like good that, enough. Yeah, that he's able to like put all that stuff together, and basically show Manny like this is how the world works. Yeah, how like, his world works. His creepy stalker world works, where he's just like sitting on a bus taking pictures of girls. There's not really much else to talk about, right? Good film, backed hard, would watch. Again, should watch. First time. Yeah. So the segment for this week, we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious. We're going to talk about advertising. And we're going to talk about the decline of this old system that we used to call Nielsen rating system. So no one watches TV live anymore, and um, all the numbers have been skewed towards like old people because they still watch TV live. Um, that's Roseanne. why. Yeah, perfect, right? Um, so people have been bringing up like the point that Netflix keeps saying, like with which one, Bird Box, like oh their viewership for Bird Box is like oh, it, like, in, like, ratings-wise, it would, like, d- dominate everything, right? And then, like, they said that with, like, Velvet Buzzsaw, which we reviewed. We reviewed both of those, and they're both really good. Yeah, check but, them out. Check our paper page. You have yeah. links on our socials. But, like, it, should should we abandon Nielsen, or should Nielsen evolve I mean, like, that's the whole thing, right? Like, that's the whole criticism of the the ratings nowadays. It's like they're not keeping up with the trends of people DVR stuff. People watch stuff on Netflix. People watch stuff on Hulu. Like, they, they wait till a season is done, and then they binge watch it. Like, how do you calculate all that stuff? Um, <clears throat> I know what you're saying. And technically, they have kind of evolved. Because remember... It- I mean, it actually kind of feels like it was a 
not that long ago, but it probably was like a while ago. Mm-hmm. Remember when they started adding in DVRs and uh-huh. um, streaming like within the first 48 hours or something yeah. like that? Because I remember the DVR thing, it was like the trouble with the DVR thing is that people don't always watch it right away. So some people that, let's say I record this TV show on Monday, I'm not going to watch it till Friday. So giving me that 24, 48 hour window is not going to work. Um, and one thing that I remember always was kind of ingrained in my head was like uh, something about like the first 15 minutes or whatever was like a big deal or something mm. like with live TV. So I know that in the past they've definitely tried to. Um, and I feel like it might not go away ever because mm. part of that is like we talked about it advertising and advertising is everything <coughs> they still want us to smoke i bet <clears throat> yeah, yeah 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 they still want us to smoke but like they want they us can't. to be they want us to be calm about it they don't like, want to, they don't like hey. legally they can't tell us to smoke but they try and get us to smoke you know like man i'm i'm jonesing for a cigarette right now how about you canadian slims like i gotta have one every day yeah at least like two or three in my hand maybe, maybe even a whole pack why not go out right now and go get a Canadian Slim pack for yourself? So, do I feel like it? it's, like, old, outdated to an extent? But is it going to be like, demolished? Gone. Probably not. They're going to find... They have to find a way, right? To, yeah. To start calculating things? Well, because like I said, I think that they've made steps prior to this where they have been trying to, where... I feel like a show, maybe like um, like a Brooklyn Nine Nine. The thing is, I didn't watch it live. I watched it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Usually, like within the next day or so. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you let it pile up for like two or three episodes or whatever. But either way, we watch it. And <clears throat> I remember one of the big things when it got canceled from Fox was that while Fox is canceling these two awesome shows because we're fucking stupid but their thing is like they don't get the best ratings and uh not home improvement show (laughs) does get good ratings right so that was their that was their their um reason for yeah for wanting to cancel this but within what like 48 hours it got picked up by nbc because it had such a big following that yeah maybe Maybe that their ratings were they were getting from like live TV wasn't a lot, but there. But for some reason, there was obviously an audience there that, to this day, I don't really know how big of an audience mm-hmm. it is. But it was enough where I think even like Guillermo del Toro was like, "Hey, we got to bring this, like, save this." So it's like, fucking watch the show, what the hell. But you know what I mean? Like, there was an audience there, obviously, where people were like. No, this was bullshit. We want this. And NBC was like, okay, yeah, we'll take it. Now, with the Netflix thing, here's what I kind of got to say. It is kind of hard to establish how many people are watching in the first place. Because you could take that same logic with a live TV show, right? But the thing is, it's like, how many times have I called you over to be like, Hey Dom, the Orville's coming on at eight. Um, are you gonna come over so we can watch it? 
Uh, not tonight. I, we don't watch this together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Live. I forgot. We're not, you know, 20 years in the past. Okay. <laughs> so when, click. Ne- when it's like, Netflix- why are you making click noise? You don't, you don't have a landline. <laughs> but like, never forget. Um, <laughs> but with something like a Netflix, which is been in the news recently about trying to cut down the whole like sharing thing and you know who knows at at one point in time has you know one person Netflix shared between five different people <laughs> so like my Netflix <laughs> yeah so I mean it's like it's both understandable but also like how were they supposed to go about it well that's true because it's like at some point they have to be able to like say like look at uh People are subscribing, so, like, give us money for advertising. You know what I mean? Like, they they have to make money, too. So it's like, I hate that we live in a capitalist society because it's like, in order to get money, you have to sell things. And it's like, in order to sell things, you got to put, like, products into things. And then you got to be like, buy Nesquik. Make sure you drink your Ovaltine. It's like, shut up, Stranger Things. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because at some point they're going to have to do that. It is going to be weird <laughs> constantly seeing these things where it's like you're watching Stranger Things and are like, oh, I only drink, was it Pepsi Clear? Yeah. <laughs> I only drink Pepsi Clear now. That's going to be my favorite soda forever. And then knowing that they're going to come out with a new anniversary Pepsi Clear and stuff like that. It's like, oh, well, the kids on Stranger Things drink it. Yeah. They like it. That one kid who has no teeth likes it. Going back around, I think, um, I feel like Netflix could f- do something itself, right? To, like, show, like, look at work taking steps to, like, show you actually true numbers instead of just saying, like, viewership numbers are up! <laughs> Exclamation point. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I both, I I think I'm on both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. because cause I understand that, yeah, being out <coughs> being out and being clear about it would be the best indication of like oh well look at out of the 100 million viewers like um 5 million watch this one show it's Mm. like that's a really like imagine if yeah imagine if you had 100 million viewers and 5 million were constantly watching this like random sci-fi show right it's like 5 million 20 years ago would have been like I guess like it's not horrible, but we might not renew it. But streaming now, it's like, oh, that's that's great. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a sizable audience. But then also, if you're thinking about it, it's like five million. That those are accounts. But like we said before, I think they they try to take in um, consideration of like how many people do we think actually share their accounts, right? All of them. So it's like, yeah, if you're watching Stranger Things. The only market they're going to get is you watching Stranger Things. But I watch Stranger Things from your account. Your sister watched Stranger Things from your account. My mom watches Stranger Things from your account. So there are four different people. Are you just giving my account out to everybody? I thought that's what we said we were going to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, my dentist watches Stranger Things from your account. But you know what I mean? Like, I think that they're trying to, they're trying to make up those numbers because they know that. Yeah. We like if we take this five million, sure, not maybe not all five million are gonna share 
this one Netflix. But there's a good or <laughs> share this one account. Yeah, all five million of them are one account. <laughs> oh man, what if all of Netflix hinged on one person having an account and everyone else just flowed from that? <laughs> That's like this uh, weird dystopian future. Uh huh. It's like who was the original account? Um, no, but but I think they could go around things of like, well, this Dom guy <laughs> has been watching stream. Has he's been wa- every week? He watches an, uh, another episode of Stranger Things four different times <laughs> so he watches the first episode four different times the second episode four different you know what i mean like they could go about that but at the same point do we really want them to snoop like that because it's like hey don't because then you're gonna say like no you're only restricted maybe they way. should maybe they could could kind of do what nelson does where they they ask people like hey do you, does your account want to be a part of like uh, uh, like a rating system, like where we take into your account everything you watch. Um, I think Hulu does that. They do. Mm, don't quote me on that. I no, because um, I, 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 I remember. I want to say like I think I had to. I think when I deleted everything or whatever, I remember I had to like reset something up. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. it was a little bit ago, and that was a question that they asked me. I'm pretty sure that. It was something along those lines. You told him, oh, for sure. Yeah, I said, yeah, you're going to fucking know that I watched Stargate. Stargate SG-1. Stargate Atlantis. Stargate Universe. All the Stargate movies. Stargate Continuum. Stargate How many Beyond. Stargates are there? <laughs> Who, uh, even like Hulu's asking this. Like, wait, how many Stargates <laughs> do we actually have on here? But yeah, that's an, an, an interesting way to go about it where it's like, hey, we're going to get your input. Like, yes, we're spying on you. Yes, we can see you through the webcam. Yes, we see your penis. But it's okay because at least we'll be able to get you the ads that you needed. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You you get to see, what's that you chose no ads? Oh, shit. Um, we're going to give you just... We, I know we said no ads. You, you're going to have to get an ad for like two minutes now, okay? But it's just that one ad, okay? We're going to pack it full, though, full of multiple products. It's going to be like a, it's gonna be like a short film. <laughs> that fucking sucks. <laughs> that would suck. Like, you can't access your account until you watch this 30-minute ad on, like, why you should buy a new Volvo. Yeah. But you have to watch And at the same time, they're telling you, like, well, Jared was a pedophile, but Subway is delicious. Um, The only way I get there is in my new Volvo. But who knows? Maybe maybe this year, Nielsen announces, like, hey, we're partnering with Warner Media and CBS All Access, and we're going to be monitoring you 25-8. Get it? We're joking with you guys, but it's twenty four seven. We we watch you at all times. Like Nielsen's new slogan slogan is "We watch you while you sleep." Stop looking at me. <laughs> you like you look like you start to undress in front of your TV. You look at your TV. It's just like staring blankly at you, and you're like putting your shirt back on. You swivel it to the other <laughs> way. <clears throat> why is your TV facing the wall? It knows uh, why. It knows why it's looking at the wall. I understand kind of where you're coming at with the whole thing. 
And I think you're right about a lot of it, but I think that something like this probably wasn't the first thing they thought about when they released, like, oh, there's going to be TiVo, you know, you could record live television. It's probably you can record the, live television? Yeah. I mean, like, the fuck? Record, you know, instead of waiting for those reruns. What? Remember reruns? Yeah, I do. So I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first thing they thought about. I was like, well, wait, how is this going to affect our, our Nielsen rating? They might have. <laughs> There's this one guy in the office who's like, hey, guys, how is this going to affect Nielsen ratings? And they're just like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> shut up, dumb. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, even if they did, the shit still continued. Yeah. And it continued and it continued oh. to where we are today where... I mean, even DVRs and shit are old technology because it's like, yeah, you could record live, but I mean, why when I can just watch everything on Hulu? God, we're old, huh? Pretty much. Jeez. So, I mean, it. You know what? You're you're right. Like, th- this shit is pretty important though because no matter how much we want to believe that we're far from it, like. Everything is about making money, and people have to make money one way or another. So these rating systems, yeah, these these rating systems, they work for that. And maybe for someone outside of our little two-person group, Mm -hmm. they might not care because, like, why the fuck would I care? But it's still going to play a very important role when it's like, well, why do we want to renew... Westworld when they're only streaming so and so, you know, amount and the live is this, you know what I mean? It's like that could play an important role where it's like, fuck, don't say that. But at the same point, it's like, I mean, if a million people are watching and it's not making any money, then I could get it. But that's what they're gonna use, right? They're gonna use that to say, oh well, this this show is a show that we have to focus all that money on. This is where we're going to have our premium ads on. Like, this is what you're going to see. You know, this is what you're going to see. And, yeah, we could keep this because it still does well. But, you know, we could, oh, like, only young 25-year-old uh, people watch this show. But, like, a wider audience watches this show. So that way we can we can have these product placements of this because of it. But this one, like, we could do Canadian Slims because they're fucking hipsters. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's an interesting conversation you bring up. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be interesting to see, you're right, if this becomes a a huge deal. Or if it it is something where it's like the, the Nielsen rating, yeah, like, they'll work with, like, Hulu and they'll work with the... CW and they work with or not CW the WB mm-hmm. <laughs> they work with Disney but like Netflix doesn't and but Netflix is still making money so it's like huh interesting Netflix walks that weird line of being like uh like Disney where it's like it's not only like a movie studio but it's also like a production for like TV cuz it's like I mean yeah Warner Brothers does that too but like Warner Brothers. Like I said, if, if it if it comes like big news comes out that this is more so than we thought, then obviously we'll cover it. But oh yeah. If not, at least this is just something to keep in the back of your head when you're when you hear these numbers of how much streams did uh the new Stranger Things did? Wow, that's like 
five Super Bowls. It's like, eh, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I know. Right. But until then, as always, thank you guys for listening. I do. I would say that for these last two days, kind of been a little bit shitty because I had to make a decision of like, do I stay home, right, mm-hmm. and enjoy myself and, and watch wrestling? Okay. Because wrestling also has rating stuff happening. But cool. We'll get to that later. Um, or do I go to the Nyo and watch cats perform on stage in a circus? And I, I just I couldn't justify the money, so I had to stay home. And I've been a little bit depressed. I'm not gonna well, you lie. could have seen cats in a circus? Yeah. That would have been pretty fun to see. But you know what? We're doing this podcast, and I'm very happy that you guys are listening. And I appreciate every single listener out there. So if you want to show that appreciation and you're not already subscribed to any streaming service, you know, that can get our podcast, do it. And if you want to go ahead and follow us on our show, show, we have Twitter, Instagram. Mm -hmm. It handle is at intb underscore podcast. We'll have our link to the Pippa page, and all of our episodes are on there. So we talked about some stuff that we've talked about in the past. So if you want to look through that and listen to what we said about there, make sure you try that. But if you want to just email us directly for any any reason at all, you can do that at intbpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And, yeah, let us know if um, you give a shit about ratings at all. Yeah. I'm going to say probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but, I mean, even if you've seen, like, Swiss Army Man and you want to say, like, hey, you guys' review was, like, terrible. Yeah. Because mainly we, f- we focus on fucking, yeah. fucking the corpse. But, and I mean, farting. it was there. It, it was definitely, definitely And stalking. There. You know what? It was a pretty, it was, um, it was pretty good. <laughs> Or, yeah, you want to put your input on, you know, anything we touched on the news. Or, you know, if you want to talk to us about DC. So we're not just talking to ourselves about DC because we lose our minds a lot talking about DC. Tell me about it. But I'll say until then, guys, always remember. It is not that bad. It's not that bad.